Welcome to the Elliot Confidential Podcast. I'm Christopher Elliot. I'm here with my boys, Aaron and Aiden Elliot. How are you guys doing? Doing great. How about you? Oh, Aiden, we missed you. Yeah, I, I know. You were in Vietnam last week. Tell us about it. Where'd you go? I went to uh, Ho Chi Minh City. Saigon. Saigon. Yes. And, you know, I went and had a good time with a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Now, that, that sounds wrong. <laughs> I, I feel like that. I was meeting up with a creator friend of mine. His name is uh, Julian. Mm-hmm. Also goes by G-Man Curly. He's a very prominent YouTuber that I edit for. I edit his uh, videos. And I went over to meet up with him, work in person a little bit, uh, get to know him and uh, travel around the city, do stuff, film a vlog, etc. You could so, probably link the vlog actually in the post uh, yeah, I for could. this week. But, but I would love to know, because, you know, just for the benefit of our audience, what did you guys do? So we went to the Coochie Tunnels. and uh, well, the, You have to explain what Coochie Tunnels are so, for yeah, people we, who don't know. The Coochie Tunnels are uh, C-U with a uh sound at the top, uh-huh. and then Chi, C-H-I, space in the middle so ku chi and uh, they're they're the titles that the Viet Cong uh, traveled around in to hide from the Americans uh-huh. when you whenever you see in a movie somebody with a little wooden block that they have on top of themselves covered in leaves and then they go inside of a little hole mm-hmm. that's the coochie tunnels and you also I mean you, you you had a whole military theme going here because I saw a video of you and Julian Firing um, M16s? M60s. M- sorry, M60s. No, but that, that's actually the f- funny thing. That's exactly what happened in, in, in the vlog. Is, uh, he, said, I, he said, you want to shoot an M60? And I misheard him. I, I thought M16, which is the smaller gun that, you, that doesn't go automatic. And I'm like, oh, M16? Yeah, yeah, we can, we can shoot that. He's like, like, no, no, M60. There, the, the, the machine the big, the gun. Big the, the big machine gun yeah, with, right. with the huge line of bullets. And I'm like, oh, that'll work too. And then, you know, we just, we went off and shot the guns and it was crazy. Like the, the M60 was, uh, it was an experience. But, you know, you were there for a serious purpose because, you know, you've, you've been doing some editing, video editing. And in fact, that's what you're studying right now in, in grad school is how to, is yeah. just communication and you take an editing class. Yes. So you, you've been using your skills to, um, and many of the skills, I should say, you've learned yourself on the job, doing your own editing, but you're using your skills now to create these videos that are getting millions and millions of views. Yeah, so in um, my program at the University of Florida's uh, Journalism and Communications School, um, it's all about marketing with social media, uh, emerging technologies, and also skills that are useful when you're on social media, working in social media, and just trying to make things generally to go viral, and one of those is video editing. So one of my courses, I learned a lot about video editing, and then on the job, I learned a lot about video editing. And now, I edit these videos that go out weekly to bi-weekly um, for Julian, and they all get more than a million views on average. Um, and uh, he also has a second channel with a couple of other editors, um, but I actually feel very privileged to be editing for his main channel because he has a lot higher standards for that. So that's what's going on right now with uh, editing, marketing, and just general creator stuff 
And it's uh, very you know, cool. Yeah. Very cool. The, and go Gators. Yeah, go Gators. The the college work has helped me a lot, and uh, I'm hoping to learn even more on the job. Yeah. Well. So where are we now, Aaron? Where? Which country are we in? Well, we are in the country of Cambodia. Yes, the Kingdom of Cambodia. Kingdom of Cambodia. We got here uh, earlier today, and we are um, staying at a place called Anantara in Siem Reap. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I probably I'm not. I'm, I really butcher uh, Southeast Asian languages. It's just a thing. Um, and uh, what, what do you think so far? Well, I mean, this place is really different from Thailand. It's flatter, but you have a lot more palm trees, and the roads are wider. And they yes. drive on the right side of the road. They do drive on the right the side of the road. The correct side of the road. Now, as a video editor, uh, you, you're constantly looking for good shots, Aiden. And I wonder... You know, we haven't been to see the temples. We're going to see those tomorrow morning. But have you seen anything so far where you, you it just screams out to you, you have to do a video on this? Um, nothing yet. You know, really what a lot of people um, misinterpret about videos. And if I did one about uh, a location like Cambodia, it would be a vlog, is that the most interesting thing is the place rather than the things going on there. So really, when I, when I look at it, what do I want to film, it's really, is this situation or what we're doing very interesting? Not, you know, the place. When I start a video, it starts off with a thing that I'm doing rather than an establishing shot because people don't really care on YouTube. People are very cold on YouTube when it comes to their uh, attention spans. So really, you just got to start off the video immediately with actions with doing things instead of establishing shots. So really what will happen instead is I'll be doing something and then I'll just say I'm in Vietnam and they won't really care that I'm in Vietnam. They'll, they'll, they'll instead just see that later on. I'm going to be doing very Vietnamese things like shooting an M60 and going inside Coochie Tunnels. Uh, I don't know how, how Vietnamese that is. But, but yeah, well, we'll have plenty tomorrow morning and we'll report back uh, next week on that. But tomorrow morning, we're getting up bright and early and going, going to hit the temples. We're doing a temple run. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm sure that we'll have plenty to, to you know, <laughs> video worthy things going on. Maybe, maybe uh, you can make a video about that. Did you yeah. just say temple run? Yeah. Like well, the video game well, temple run? Yeah, well, um, it's like a temple run. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. We'll be running from gorillas along the temple. You, I've noticed though that a lot of temples, a lot of Buddhist temples have cats. Like they're really into yeah. cats. I don't know why, but mm -hmm. we love cats too. We miss our cats. Mm -hmm. And maybe we'll see some cats tomorrow. Maybe we'll get some cat shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I remember back, and I keep going back to Coochie Tunnels, but Julian is a giant man, six foot four. And I remember I was just petting this cat like normal. And then he's like, oh, let me put the cat, let me put the cat. He goes with the cat, cat runs for his life. Because he, Julian, he's just, he looks like a monster to the cat. You know, that brings us to this week's question. <laughs> 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 Have you ever met an animal, encountered an animal on one, of your on one of your travels that you later regretted? I'm talking about a dog or a cat that bit you or hissed at you or... Maybe it was something more exotic like a snake or a spider uh, and you wish that you had not had that animal encounter. 
And I'm thinking about that not just because of Julian's uh, encounter with the cat, but there are every year at about this time you hear about people who are at Yellowstone National Park and they try to pet a bison, bison or a bear <laughs> or something like that. They end up getting gored or mauled or something like that. So tell us your animal stories. We would love to hear them. And your reward is tomorrow I will try to post some uh, cat photos if, when we go to the temples because that's the only reason we're going to Angkor Wat is to see cats. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm okay. totally kidding. Or Buddhist temples. Well, do you guys want to talk about, actually, Dad, do We you should want... talk about what we did uh, yeah. last week because we got a lot of really great recommendations. That most of which, unfortunately, we weren't able to take. Well, mm. yeah, well, we, we, uh, things got crazy last week. We had a lot of things going on, but we did manage to get over to the palace. And Aaron, I would love to get your thoughts on that tourist trap. It was fine. I mean, it's It's beautiful. Oh, yeah, it's so beautiful. I mean, there are other places that are nice. I mean, the, the actual palace is not what you come there to see. Most of that experience is just this temple. Mm -hmm. um, I forget what the temple is yeah, right the, next uh, to it. The Jade um, Buddha or something like that, yes. Yeah. 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 Emerald Buddha, the temple Emerald, of the Emerald thank Buddha. You, thank We're you. talking about these temples, really the only two places that are really worth visiting from my experience, and I think you guys can concur big Buddha. with me on this in, in uh, uh, Bangkok is the Buddha and uh, aside from I can't see him, there's a couple of really good malls there that were near our location. But past that, it was just a city. It was just a regular old city. Oh, Bangkok is filled with malls. It yeah. is like every corner has a mall. I'd, I'd say that's the defining feature uh, is just shopping where malls. We were. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought that the, I thought that the uh, palace was really overrated. Like it cost us uh, quite a bit of money to get in. It was like, what was it, 15 bucks a person? Mm, hey, 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 yeah, hey. something like that. Can't and disrespect then, the king, don't disrespect him. I'm not disrespecting the king. Um, although we are not in Thailand anymore, so we can We're say going back whatever soon. we want. We're uh, going back soon. Well, yes. Um, no, but I, th I thought that it was a little pricey. And although the, t the temples, uh, the palace itself was very well maintained, it was overrun with tourists. I yeah. mean, it was just everyone was there and they were all, I don't think they even really knew what they were doing. They were just taking pictures of themselves in front of the temple. It was, uh, I didn't really get a lot out of it. Mm. And I would not recommend that people go to yeah. the palace unless you go there with a knowledgeable guide who, and you go there maybe at a time when not everyone else is there. So there might be a time maybe in the afternoon when there's fewer people there. We were there in the early morning and like around 10, 30, 11, and everyone, it was just a mob scene. It was like Disney World at Christmas time. Yeah, well, even though Bangkok is pretty overrated, hopefully our next location after Cambodia is not quite as overrated. Yes, we'll uh, we will. We will get to that. Uh, that's gonna. We have a couple. We've got two more really interesting destinations on the schedule in Southeast Asia, and then we have another potentially big surprise coming up soon. We'll, we'll tell you about that soon. Um, let us not forget our uh, question of the week, which is animal encounters. Have you ever had one that you regretted? Yeah. And, um, and that reminds me of Turkey, 
which is kind of where we started our podcast. Uh, we, our, our, our podcast was only a few weeks old when we went to Turkey, and we saw a lot of cats. Not every cat is friendly. Not every cat is friendly, we noticed, yes. Now, now luckily, this wasn't me. This was Aaron's experience, but... Aaron got swatted. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, just once though. Just yeah, once. most and of it, them were very friendly. Uh, and they that cat, yeah, well. right there, they're very friendly. That cat looked like it was friendly. It was rubbing up against you, meow, 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 and then you reached over to pet it, and whack, it got you, and it got you with these razor sharp claws, right. and you had a a large, yep. like slice scars taken out that of you. Lash to this day, no, to this not day, really. Scarred. I have actually no idea where it even scratched me because it got you it's, good. it's gone now. Yeah. But yeah, well, this is a great transition into the next topic, which is the SkyTrain. Oh, yeah, because you and I went and took the SkyTrain. Aiden was busy editing, so he did not go. The SkyTrain is easily the fastest way of getting around Bangkok. Yeah, and it's a lie whenever you look at Google and it says it'll take longer. Oh, it is. It's lightning fast. I think in the United States, we have this perception that uh, mass transit can be dangerous. Yeah. And in Thailand, everyone takes that BTS SkyTrain, and uh, and it's very, very safe, clean, modern, and it reminds me a lot of the metro in Doha. Yeah. Uh, but I was shocked at how fast things went. Um, it's just it flies. Everyone is sitting in traffic, and the train is is getting you there in just minutes. It yeah, was, it's really great, especially if you want to go see all the malls. I mean, it'll, it'll take you there. It'll really it take you there. It, it goes along all of the major malls. Right? It does. Yeah, yeah it and does. And it also takes you to the airport. I actually kind of regretted that. I was like, I, every time I went to the airport, I'm like, why am I taking this grab car? I see the train right there. And I would go on to Google and search, how do I get back from the airport by the train? And Google didn't have it. Yeah. But the, the train was right there now. Obviously, it took you back into the city. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we, we've actually taken a Grab. Grab is like the version of Uber mm-hmm. here, and it also works in Cambodia. It also works in Indonesia. Vietnam. And, it, yeah. uh, and it actually, it's, it's really cheap. I mean, like getting a tuk-tuk here is a dollar. It's a dollar to get across town. Yeah. Uh, so, but I figured, you know, with all the luggage that we have, it's probably better to take a Grab than it is to get the train train is great if it's just you and no luggage. Yeah. Grab is, is a very interesting uh, concept because none of the locals use it. I mean, but it's still very, very widely used. Like, when I was in Vietnam, I almost exclusively saw foreigners picking up Grab orders because, uh, well, by local standards, Grab is actually kind of expensive. Oh. But by our standards, it's very You should explain expensive. that Grab isn't just, it's like Uber and Uber Eats. It's Grab when you, you can call Grab and they will send, like you can get yeah. groceries on Grab or take out. Grab, yeah. Grab covers everything, yeah. just like Uber does. And so like I remember one time, and this is very funny that this happens in East Asia, because you'll walk around, everybody, very Vietnamese, there's, you know, it's as if it's untouched. And then just randomly here and there, you'll find an American with a family in Vietnam. And like, I, I remember I was walking into the apartment building that I was staying in in Vietnam. And we were just stopped by this, this um, regular guy from probably like Massachusetts or something. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, I just, I just got Jimmy's Pizza off, off Grab. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll try that. Oh, good to see you, bud. 
you know, USA. <laughs> Love that. And yeah. like it's and they don't speak Vietnamese, but they're there, and it's just a little bit these surreal. Are, these are expats. These yeah. are people who live in Vietnam. They're not people who are visiting, right? No, no, no. They they live in Vietnam, but it, it's just so surreal because yeah. everything is so Vietnamese, and then just randomly popping up the most American dude ever, and then you know that they, they're getting their grab, and you're just talking to them. It, it may not. It may be too early to ask, but differences between Thailand, Cambodia, and Vietnam. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? And how about Indonesia along with that? Well, you could throw in Indonesia. Why not? Yeah. Mm, I would say Cambodia and Vietnam are very similar, uh, at least from uh, the view of like being in a car. I took a lot of cars in, in Vietnam. Wide roads, uh, right side of the road, if my memory serves me correctly, just like Cambodia. Right. And, and not Thailand. Thailand is still driving yeah. on the left side, and Indonesia too. Yeah, and um, we, I, the roads are a lot less crazy here in Cambodia, and the mm -hmm. same goes for Vietnam, unless you go way deep in the city. In Vietnam, we would just walk on the streets. Yeah. That's how calm it was there. How about the food? I want to ask about the food since this is a really important part of what we do is eat. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts about differences between like Vietnamese food, uh, Cambodian food? We had a good, nice Cambodian lunch here and then, and then Thai food, which is really not Thai food the way that we think of it in the States. When you eat Thai food, you eat Americanized Thai food. That's, they do yeah. courses in Thailand. And one of our commenters pointed that out. Yes. Yeah. And um, I think we saw one of those courses happening. You guys were walking around. Did you, did you talk about that? No, we didn't. Uh, I don't remember that. No. Are you talking about like a course that Thai people are taking on how to um, Americanize? Americanize their food? Did, did, did you see one of those happen? No, no, no I don't think we did. Know. But I, you know, we had a commenter who said that that's, that's what happens. Okay. Interesting. You know, Thai food in Thailand, uh, is not as good as the Thai food that you're used to because the Thai, Thai food that you're used to is accustomed to the, the flavors and the, the tastes of the palate. your yeah, yeah, it's it's a palate it's, of it's, country. Uh, right, they've adapted it to the U.S. palate. And it, <laughs> I mean, I love American Thai food. It's very salty, very heavily seasoned, very well flavored, and you eat it just Yeah, but really you know good. what, though? It's not just the Thai people who are doing that. Italians, too. There, a lot of um, American Italian food is is adapted to the American palate. Yeah. If you go to Italy, they don't make it that way. Funny enough, when I was in Vietnam, I only had Vietnamese food once. And then all the other times I had fusion food in the middle of the city. Mm -hmm, I had mm -hmm. Japanese food, Chinese food, um, a mixture between Taiwan food and um, Italian food. And all of it was really, really good. but. It was not Vietnamese. And the one time I had Vietnamese food, I had pho with a lot of cilantro in it. So I can't really say much about Vietnamese yeah. food. And you don't like cilantro. No, but we, no, we no. Know cilantro that. tastes like soap to me. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what's coming up next before we sign off. And, and, I, and we're not going to read the comments this week because I'm a little bit embarrassed. We didn't do any of the things that people recommended. And we tried. We really tried. But we did. unfortunately, we were not able to do some of it. The, uh, the silver lining is though we will be back in Bangkok, so uh, we'll, there is an opportunity for us to do some of these things. Redeem ourselves. Redeem ourselves, yes. Mm -hmm. Vindicate, whatever. 
Um, but we've got a couple of things coming up. We're going to be doing um, Angkor Wat tomorrow, and I'm very excited about that. The photos are going to be totally worth it. But um, Angkor Wat is like one of the greatest places on earth in terms of it is one of the number one, it's, it is probably the number one tourist attraction in Southeast Asia. Well, I should say that this next week is going to be a little crazy because we are skipping between several countries. And uh, I don't know how that's going to go. I always get a little nervous when, especially if it's a country that requires a visa applied in advance and, you know, there's the whole politics and I'm just a little concerned. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Overall though, Cambodia so far is looking really nice. Yeah. Very clean, nice nature. It's like Northern Florida we were talking about. It does feel like in terms of the, the way that it looks and the climate, it feels very much like Northern Florida at about this time of year. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we'll, we'll keep looking around and give you our full thoughts in the next podcast. Thanks so much for joining us on the LA Confidential Podcast. We will see you next time. Bye-bye, everybody.